You are live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. Got a great show for you today, so you'll want to stick around for the entire hour. Of course, we will be going open line, and uh, one of the callers uh, will be winning a Rome Mobility SIM card. If you're traveling down to the U.S., this is a, a great uh, little card that you can put into your, your phone, your unlocked phone, and save a truckload of money on roaming charges. And it comes with three days of talk, text, and data. So once you get this uh, Rome Mobility SIM card, you're up and running, ready to go. Giving one away again to one of the, uh, the callers coming up uh, later on. We'll also be hearing App of the Week. And we'll be talking with Peter Nowak. He's uh, an award-winning tech journalist and author of Humans 3.0, uh, talking about the wireless black market in Canada. There's some provinces where you can get some unbelievable cell phone plans that aren't available in the rest of the country, and uh, he'll explain how you can do it if you don't live there. It's a simple uh, economic supply-demand, creates an interesting black market for SIM cards. I know, it's crazy. And cell phone plans. Yeah, you got to stay tuned for that because it's fascinating uh, how you can do it and how much cheaper it really is. We'll also be uh, talking with uh, one of uh, the folks over at Microsoft about the Windows 10 launch. Have you upgraded yet? Well, if you haven't, you'll want to stick around for that because uh, we'll go through some of the details on how you can do it and, and why you might want to as well. You've done it. I've I've done it, yeah. I um. I've finally gotten into it now. I uh, I had one of my old laptops, um, and I did a clean install of Windows 10 on there. Love it. It is. Uh, it, it is good. What's amazing is the install process is so easy. Yeah, it's effortless. It just kind of happens. Yeah, I'm. I was pretty impressed. I was impressed at how uh, it recognized all my devices. It even found my printer that was on the network. I didn't have to install any drivers or anything. It just knew. That's that's Which amazing. I love. Yes. Which I love. Printer drivers are the worst. Oh my God, yeah. And, and especially when you're trying to create a network printer, usually you have to put the drivers on different computers, but for some reason, Windows 10 is doing this. It's figuring it out. I'm, I'm really happy so far. With Me it. too. I'm, I'm impressed with some of the features on there. And they even have a really cool um, smartphone uh, feature. Like mm-hmm. you pick whether you have a Windows phone, Android, or iPhone, and it'll actually sync your phone with your uh, with your machine, like contacts and everything. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's pretty cool. They've done a lot of great stuff on that. I can't wait to talk to uh, the folks over at Microsoft to see how the launch has gone for what it's been like a week's. Yeah. yeah. So uh, some interesting stuff uh, in the news. Uh, the rumor mill always flying high with Apple. Uh, apparently, there's going to be some type of uh, event in September. Uh, the big rumor there: uh, new iPhones, maybe a new Apple TV mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm be interesting to see what uh, what they're going to be doing with that. Another one that's been kind of uh, filtering around uh, down in the U.S., uh, and again, these are rumors, uh, Apple might be looking at launching their own uh, cell phone service, potentially. We've seen it with Google. They've got their uh, Google, Google Fi uh, uh, for their Nexus phones mm-hmm. down there. Uh, so will Apple be doing the same thing? Well, what it is, Mike, it's called a Mobile Virtual Network Operator, or MVNO for short. And basically... It kind of piggybacks off all the other networks to create an, its own network. And so everyone's wondering if Apple is going to do this because Apple basically controls the hardware and the software on the iPhone. The one thing they don't control in, ter- in terms of the user experience is the whole network aspects, the data, the texting. So for a lot of people, it makes sense for them to control the entire user experience you have on your mobile device. And by having and starting an MVNO, that would enable them to do that. So 
depending on where you are, the your device would piggyback off different networks using what is called an MVNO. It's interesting, too. Um, the latest iPad, from what I understand, actually has a SIM card built into it. Yes. Now, if you, if you buy the... Um, the data version of the iPad. Uh, and rumors are that these new iPhones coming out will actually have um, like a, a universal SIM card built into it too. It, it's amazing how Apple can affect the industry because the entire other carriers were, and we're going towards micro SIMs. And then Apple came and said, no, we're going to have the iPhone's going to have what's called a nano SIM. Even smaller. Even smaller yeah. than your micro SIM. And so everybody started to adopt that afterwards. Now they're like, no, the SIM should be built inside the device. You shouldn't have to take it in and out. And if you sign up to a carrier, all that's going to happen on the software side. I think that is a great move because nobody likes taking the SIMs in and out. In this day and age, we should have the technology to just embed it into the device. Yeah, so the idea is that you got your phone or your iPad that's got the data uh, capabilities and you just select which carrier you're signed mm -hmm. up with and bam, you don't have to get a, a SIM card from them. You just... Just go through the software to yeah. do it. Yeah, and I think that's Which a, I think great, is a great idea. And if Apple does this, I guarantee, is, I don't know if they're going to license this technology, but I think you could see that happening on the Android side as well. It's just good for the, the customer at the end of the day. I think the carriers would want something like that as well. So you don't have to keep switching your SIMs. Uh, Facebook, uh, the juggernauts, they got like over a billion active users around the world, uh, really trying to get into the whole business side now uh, as well. Uh, getting businesses to use it as a platform to advertise and, and market to, to customers. Uh, they're now going to uh, allow uh, a feature that lets businesses uh, privately message users. Now, this makes sense because what happens a lot on social media is if you have an issue with a small business or, or any kind of business, people usually vent on social media and creating this big kind of uh, dialogue that's open. What businesses want to do is if someone says something like that, they want to be able to have a communication one-on-one, -on -one, whether it's on like a Twitter or on Facebook. So by allowing this, it's going to entice businesses to, one, advertise on Facebook, and then two, be able to have communications with their customers using Facebook, especially in the developing world where a lot of small businesses are using Facebook as an advertising platform. So it'll keep them advertising and talking to their customers, and it's all going to be inside the walled garden of Facebook. Yeah, uh, Facebook is getting pretty powerful, mm -hmm. I think. I mean, this is one step to really getting businesses. I think they're going to be uh, getting more and more competitive with Google. Um, but, you know, from a, a content and news standpoint as well, um, it, it's almost kind of scaring me because I think a lot of people are getting their news through Facebook, yeah. and there's just not any good filters on what people are posting. There's so much crap up there yes. that people are posting yeah. that is not real journalism. Like it's not, the, the articles haven't been vetted editorially by especially, editors. Especially when you have elections going on, both oh, in Canada and the US. I don't know if you've been seeing a lot of people talking about that, but there's mixed messages because people are, are seeing articles and they're not... Well, they're posting articles that subscribe to their viewpoint. Yes. We all do that, but yes. some of them are just so... Uh, incorrect. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially things that do with health and what have you. They're finding these crazy websites that have, you know, crazy opinions and articles and posting it and thousands if not millions of people are sharing it around and it, it scares me. And there's a lot of clickbait going on and we have to remember that the Facebook algorithm is what is showing this. They, it kind of understands you. 
there's an interesting story about this guy at Wired Magazine, a reporter. He started liking everything on Facebook. Anything that came up, he would like it. And he said over time, what happened was he was seeing more of just brands and other things that he liked and not people anymore. And oh, it, really? And, it, and he was really testing the algorithms <laughs> of what Facebook was doing. So you that have would be to remember, a sad experience. Well, you have to remember, when you see that news feed, it's not just what people have posted. Facebook is choosing what you're looking at yeah. based upon what your past behavior was, what you what liked, you're clicking on. what you commented on. Yeah. So then you get like what you're talking about, all these kind of like stories that aren't really true or from bad sources. You mix that into the play and... And this is what people are going for, for their news. It really kind of yeah, uh, it's freaking me mumbles out. everything up. It's yeah. freaking me out. Like, there's a reason why I like, you know, um, the Vancouver Sun and Global News and CKNW, because there's like an actual editorial team that is vetting, vetting, vetting yes. uh, all this information coming in. Yeah. And Facebook's not doing that. No, no. But they are very, very powerful. They have a billion users, more than a billion users right yeah. now. So, it's, so they uh, can kind of dictate what's happening with that mm -hmm. and of course it's free you could subscribe to the new york times but you got to pay now yeah. to get that so it's an interesting time that we live when everything is changing and it's all happening at a rapid pace we are going to have to take a break when we come back we're going to be talking with microsoft about the windows 10 launch we'll uh, find out uh, what you need to do uh if uh uh, there's some features there as well that uh, might make it enticing for you to uh, upgrade. And, uh, Andy, we've got an awesome prize this week, so stay tuned uh, for details on that. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. You'll want to stay tuned. Later on, we'll be talking with Peter Nowak about the wireless black market. How can you get a plan that's... Almost half the price. Well, we'll get details on that. Don't know if I want to do that or not. But it's, fa <laughs> it's just fascinating that we have a wireless black market in the first place. It's crazy. Well, Windows 10 has launched. Millions of people have upgraded already. On the line right now, we've got Mark Obey. He's the uh, Microsoft Windows 10 launch lead. Thanks for joining us today, Mark. Thanks for having me. It's a real pleasure. So we... Uh, We've been talking a lot about Windows 10 here on the show, a lot of calls, a lot of people are writing in, and, and generally, uh, it's a great response so far. How are you guys finding it? Yeah, I mean, we're really pleased with the, uh, with the response thus far. Um, you know, we've got uh, millions of, of devices in, in the first few, uh, few days of launch of upgraded to Windows 10, uh, and generally the response has been very positive. So we are, uh, we are uh, feeling pretty good about that. We have uh, lots more devices to go. Um, but uh, definitely we're off to a good start. Just for the listeners out there that uh, haven't done it yet, uh, can you just uh, give us kind of the Reader's Digest version of who's eligible and, and what they have to do? Yeah, absolutely. So um, in terms of uh, eligibility, so Windows 10 will be a free upgrade uh, to customers running uh, Windows 7 uh, and Windows 8.1. Uh, and so that will be free to those customers during the first year launch. And so once your device is upgraded to Windows 10, uh, it will continue to be supported for the lifetime of that, of that device. And so once you're, once you're at Windows 10, uh, then, then you've got one, Windows 10 for, for the life of that device. And so, um, yeah, so in terms of, uh, the upgrade, um, you know, the, the first place to look is really in the bottom right-hand corner of your screen, what's known as the system tray. 
and uh, there should be a, uh, for, for many devices, you'll see a uh, Windows 10 icon down there at the bottom right-hand corner. And, uh, and that's what's known as the Get Windows 10 app. And that's the first place to go to, uh, to learn a little bit more about Windows 10 and how to reserve your upgrade. What if they don't see that down there? Uh, if they don't see uh, that down there, they can find more information um, at windows.ca. Uh, there's lots of uh, lots of information there, just in terms of what the Get uh, Windows 10 app is all about, and uh, and and the process in terms of uh, how Windows 10 uh, upgrades is uh, is getting rolled out. And so we have been getting questions from folks that um, have like Windows Vista, Windows XP, uh, and maybe don't have uh, an authentic version of uh, Windows 7 or 8 or 8.1. What do they have to do, and what is the cost? So, um, so Windows 10 uh, is available for uh, for purchase, uh, definitely uh, for uh, for the home version. Uh, it's uh, about 149 dollars suggested retail, and for the pro version, about 249. So, if you're a system builder or if you have uh, a device that's not eligible for the free upgrade, you are definitely able uh, to go out and uh, to, to to get Windows 10. Um, if you have an older device, um, you know Windows 10 uh, quite possibly could could run on it, uh, definitely. Uh, and so we probably want uh, folks to do some compatibility checks um, just to uh, to make sure that uh, it meets the system requirements. All those can be found on on Windows.ca as well. Uh, or you um, you know if it's time for that new device, if you do have an older device. Um, then definitely many of the uh, the devices that are available at retail uh, retail partners uh, today or retail outlets today um, are either uh, have Windows 10 on them or uh, chances are they can be upgraded for free as well. Mark, I have a question um, about Windows 10. When Windows 7 came out, it was replacing Windows Vista, and I remember doing the upgrade and noticing the performance on my computer was was significantly better with the newer uh, operating system, which typically was never the case before. How does Windows 10 compare to Windows 7 in terms of performance on a computer? We're, uh, we're getting very positive reports from uh, users as they upgrade from Windows 7 to Windows 10 just in terms of uh, just better all performance, overall performance as, as, you, uh, as you experience in your Windows 7 upgrade. So uh, things like boot up time uh, and battery life, uh, you know, a lot of users are, are seeing um, definite improvements in, in those in those areas, um, and so you know that's one of the great things about Windows 10 is, uh, as as you you probably know, Windows 10, uh, whether you're a Windows 7 or a Windows 8 user, is very uh, familiar, uh, bringing back some of the features like the the Start menu. Um, so it's going to be a very familiar experience, but uh, you're also going to see. Uh, um, you know, your your device is, is actually going to feel uh, uh, feel uh, a, a little bit younger. So, if people have Windows Seven right now or eight or eight point one, um, why should they upgrade if they're they're happy with that operate their old operating system? Yeah, um, you know, definitely. Uh, um, you know, got a lot of uh, very satisfied Windows Seven and eight users out there. And what I would say is, um, you know, Windows Ten. Whether you're a Windows 7 or a Windows 8 user, Windows 10 uh, will look and feel familiar. Um, 
and um, so that's you know number one is is uh, you, you'll you'll uh, be an expert basically right from the start, uh, and then Windows 10 built in a lot of great new uh, couple of things, a lot of great new productivity features uh, like multiple desktops, uh, Snap Assist, etc., to help you navigate the UI. Uh, brings in lots of great new features, things like um, Microsoft Edge, which is a brand new uh, browser, and we're getting a lot of great feedback uh, on that right away. And then uh, the final thing is, as I mentioned, uh, once you're on Windows 10, um, you know it will continue to evolve and get better over time. Uh, new features uh, will be delivered when they're ready, um, so you won't have to wait for a next major release in order to get new features. And so you will always have the safest and most secure uh, Windows experience available once you're on Windows 10. And so definitely um, it's, you know, it's an upgrade worth doing. And from what you were saying, once you have upgraded to Windows 10, um, any future updates are free for the life of that device. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So, how it works is um, the upgrade within the first year is uh, is free, and then um, you know the updates uh, going forward uh, are uh, are free for the supported lifetime of the device. Where can people get more information again, Mark? Yeah, I think the best place to go is uh, is Windows.ca, and uh, definitely there's lots of great information there. Uh, just telling you what Windows 10 is all about, um, being you know productive and and familiar, um, as well as a great natural experience, and then also just in terms of uh, where to uh, where to get Windows 10 and and how to qualify for uh, for the free upgrade. So uh, Windows.ca is definitely a great resource for all that information. I want to thank uh, Mark Obey. He's the Windows 10 launch lead. When we come back from the break, we'll be talking about the wireless black market. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. Mike and Andy here in studio. You are listening to Get Connected, the best tech show in North America on radio. <laughs> I'm going to make that claim right now. <laughs> That's a big claim, Mike. Well, my mom says it is. We've got uh, some more great stuff uh, to talk about in today's program. We all will, of course, be going open line, uh, taking any of your tech calls and questions uh, in a little bit here. And one lucky caller will win a Roam Mobility SIM card uh, with a talk and text plan for three days. That's good down in the U.S. on uh, any unlocked smartphone. Cell phone bills. I'm paying a fortune. I think I'm paying like $90 a month. Wow. Well, uh, you use it a lot. Yeah, and I just, I do. And I have a, a large data plan with it as well. I think six gigs. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some places in Canada here you can get much cheaper cell phone plans with the same carrier. Mm-hmm. On the line right now, we've got uh, Peter Nowak. Thanks for joining us, Peter. Yeah, my pleasure. Th- I find this an interesting topic. I uh, I saw this. Uh, I read about this back uh, a few weeks ago, and then I saw your article as well. Explain to listeners how they can get a dramatically lower price plan if they live in certain provinces. Yeah, well, it uh, basically has to do with Manitoba and Saskatchewan. So those two provinces, uh, you know, wherever you live in Canada, you generally have three big companies to choose from, Bell, Rogers, and TELUS. Um, Now, if you're in either Manitoba, you also have MTS to choose from, and if you're in Saskatchewan, you've got SaskTel. 
Um, and these guys are, you know, in other provinces we have other options too, like in, in several provinces we have wind mobile. Uh, but in those provinces, those carriers are actually there. They've been around for a while. Their networks are solid, and they've got you know they're they're pretty good competitors to Bell Rogers and Telus. So they're actually good options. And so in those two provinces, you actually have much lower uh, cell phone uh, prices. Uh, in, in a lot of cases, fifty percent lower than what you'd actually see in in some of the neighboring provinces, uh, because you just do have four strong competitors. Um, so what what some people are doing, and, and I guess this story came to light. It's been going on for a while, but it really came to light last month. Is there are some individuals who are, uh, you know, sort of doing like uh, they're they're kind of doing tr- tricking the system, so to speak, um, and they're selling these uh, services over like Kijiji and uh, on Red Flag Deals and so on, and, and several other websites where they're basically uh, you have to know somebody that works for one of these big cell phone companies, or or it has to be actually an employee that works for them. And what they do is they just register your address as being in one of those two provinces. They get you the cheaper plan, and then you can uh, basically do some flipping around and, and change your address back to wherever it is that you live and get your local uh, phone number there. So you can keep your local phone number. Yep. And and your address, obviously, for billing purposes and stuff. Yep. Um, but I guess, obviously, you have to jump through some of these hoops. Yeah, exactly. It's a little bit of uh, trickery there. And uh, I'm sure the, the the big cell phone companies are not uh, keen on people doing this, obviously. But it's, you know, it's such a, it's almost like an arcane thing that only, uh, you know, we've got about 20, uh, what is it, like 25 million cell phone subscribers in Canada. A very small number of people are actually doing this. So, uh, you know, they may not actually even be really all that concerned about uh, such a small trickle of people uh, kind of, you know, exploiting these, uh, these, these loopholes. Do you think there's any danger uh, for these people that do do this that they'll get cut off? Yeah, well, some of the guys that's, that do, uh, that arrange these things for people. So, again, you can go on Kijiji, and there's at least one guy on there who's doing this for people, and he charges you 100 bucks. which if you look at the price differences between the provinces, you could probably make back that 100 bucks really quickly in like two months or so. Um, and so, uh, so at least some of these guys are saying that, uh, you know, there's different policies at different com- uh, companies. So Rogers and Fido, for example, apparently do audits, so they will... Uh, they do crack down on this sort of thing. If they find out that you're getting service and you're not actually living where you say you're living, then they'll, uh, you know, they'll either discontinue the service or bump you up to a more expensive plan. So let's talk about some of these plans here. Like, what kind of price differences are we looking at? Are we talking about like the big carriers? Yeah. So, uh, well, the ones I've seen there are, um, you know, they're doing it through like Kudo. Um, I think last year some people were doing it through Virgin, uh, and again they said that Fido is not necessarily working because Rogers does, uh, and of course Rogers owns Fido, so Rogers is doing some audits there. Um, so yeah, you're talking about the big carriers, and generally speaking, like the the prices are are considerably cheaper. So I don't have them at hand right now, but um, you know you might get a uh, I think the you know the bigger data plans or something like uh, for like five gigs in say Ontario, you might be paying closer to a hundred dollars. Whereas in Saskatchewan and Manitoba, those those plans are considerably cheaper. Uh, so we're talking about like fifty percent less or so. Yeah, from some of the pricing that I read online, um, you know, they're comp- like ninety to one hundred dollar plans were like fifty dollars there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, what does that say though? You know, you, you live in those provinces and you can get cell service so much cheaper. 
Well, so this is kind of what's been going on for the last couple of years. You know, we've uh, the government has been quote at war with the cell phone companies for for several years now, and the government, uh, this is the federal government, has been trying to establish this idea. They kind of been, have been they've looked at uh, Saskatchewan and Manitoba as the example that they'd like to see in the rest of Canada. So if you do have that fourth strong carrier in the rest of Canada and other provinces, then you might start start to see prices that are similar to what you see in the pre- in the prairie provinces. Um, the only problem problem is uh, with that approach it's fundamentally probably a correct approach but the problem with it is that it takes a long long time for that fourth carrier to become a strong viable fourth carrier so again just as we said earlier uh, in a in number of provinces we have wind in Quebec we have videotron in the eastern uh, the maritime provinces you have Eastlink uh, but these guys you know they only started operations just a few years ago and their networks are nowhere near as high quality as Bell Rogers and Telus and it's going to take them a long time possibly even a decade or more to get up to that level where they are actually uh, there's no difference between the networks uh, and, in, and until that happens you're not going to see lower pricing from the big guys and you've seen that in the rest of the provinces you know uh wind for example uh in ontario alberta and bc has much lower pricing than bell rogers or telus but that doesn't phase the big guys uh, as it does in manitoba and saskatchewan because they know that when customers go over to wind they the experience is not as good and so therefore they end up <laughs> a lot of them end up coming back yeah, it'll be interesting to see as competition gets stronger, as some of these uh, you know lower tier carriers actually get the networks built out, you know, like the winds uh, of uh, of the world. But yeah, I just found it fascinating that they were so much cheaper in those provinces, and and people were finding ways to actually take advantage of uh, of that uh, through you know Kijiji ads and stuff. So, but I, I guess you got to be careful as well. You could be taken. Yeah, it's buyer beware, of course. Um, The interesting thing I think that's happening, too, is we also have to kind of look at what's happening down south in the U.S. Um, So just recently, you actually had T-Mobile, which is one of the big carriers down in the United States, and uh, they've announced a – they've basically done away with roaming for North America. So if you're an American, you can subscribe to T-Mobile and then go up to either Canada or Mexico and use your your regular plan that you have with T-Mobile, and you pay nothing extra. Uh, which is uh, pretty amazing, actually. If you think about the roaming rates that we pay in Canada, so they're they're pretty pretty high whenever we go down to the U.S. Um, so there's it's there's T-Mobile, of course, has uh, still has you know all kinds of um, restrictions on on uh, you know what what people are allowed to do with these plans. There's pretty strict um, uh, points there about not that your usage is supposed to be primarily in the U.S. and not in Canada. Uh, and of course, the Canadian dollar is pretty poor uh, or pretty doing pretty poorly right now. So yeah. It wouldn't make a lot of sense for a lot of people to do this. But if the dollar was in better shape, I'm sure you'd actually start seeing people uh, start using T-Mobile plans in Canada. Well, it'll, uh, it'll be an interesting few years are coming up as uh, more competition hits the space and, and newer technologies develop as well. <laughs> Peter, where can people find out more information about uh, your, your stuff, your writing, your books? Yep, sure. You can uh, either head to alphabetic.com, that's my personal website, uh, or you can follow me on Twitter. It's Peter Nowak, at Peter Nowak. Thanks for joining us. Always a pleasure, Peter. My pleasure, too. That was Peter Nowak talking about the wireless black market. And I guess when you see price differences that great, that's going to pop up. Yeah, it's kind of weird because technically I think this is legal, but it's just kind of like a, a loophole, basically. Yeah, and I, I would really suggest buyer beware. Like yeah. some guy saying for 100 bucks he'll get you a cheaper cell phone plan. There's no protection there. Exactly. It you're, could go badly. You're taking a big risk.
We're going to open up the phone lines. We're going to take some of your tech calls and questions. We're open line. We'll also be giving away a Roam Mobility SIM card with a three-day talk, text, and data plan. That's good down in the U.S. on an unlocked smartphone. The number is 604-280-9898. And if you're phoning anywhere else in North America, 1-877-399-9898. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by Lennon Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo with Andy Brar. We're broadcasting live across the Chorus Radio Network here in Canada. Uh, also online on SoundCloud and cknw.com. You can listen to us anywhere in North America or the world for that matter. We've got an open line here, 604-280-9898. There's a toll-free line as well for anyone else in North America, one 399 We're giving away a Roam Mobility SIM card with a three-day talk, text, and data plan for one of the callers today. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, dial in i'm gonna jump here to tim hey tim hi hi uh, i updated my iphone 5s to 8.4 and it mismatched all my album art screwed it all up oh no and okay I, I, <laughs> how, do, how do i fix it yeah um i don't have an, a quick answer on that so uh i've, I've heard this issue mm-hmm. um some people have upgraded to the latest version of ios yeah. uh, 8.4 uh, and it's kind of messed up some of their Apple Music album art. So uh, you know what? Uh, we'll get your name and number um, and your email address, and we'll look that up after the program. Or if anyone uh, knows how to fix that, mm-hmm. I don't know if they came up with another update to fix that or not. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to hear from you here on the on the line. Going to jump here to uh, Don. Hey, Don. Hi. Hi. I just had a question on Windows 10. You had mentioned that you did a clean install of Windows 10. I'm yeah. just wondering how you do that when it's, from what I understand anyway, it's a download that upgrades or updates your, um, upgrades your... Yeah, I, I should probably clarify that. It wasn't like a totally clean install. I um, basically, uh, I had Windows 7 on there and uh, you can either upgrade Windows 7 or do like a full Windows 10 install. And that's what I did. And so what happens there, it basically um, renames the old Windows folder uh, to Windows old in your C drive oh, and then creates a new mm-hmm. Windows folder and dumps all the Windows 10 so, stuff in there. So what you did though is you, like uh, Mark was talking about in the task or the system tray, yeah. most people would go and reserve a copy. But what you did is you downloaded the ISO file, yes. put it on a USB stick yep. and then made the upgrade. Yes. And a lot of people don't know that is that if you don't want to wait in line, you can go and right directly to the Microsoft download page for Windows 10. Yeah. And you just have to know if you have a 32-bit or 64-bit computer, and you can check that in your, in your systems menu, um, download that, put it onto a USB stick, and then you can go up to the computer and put it in, restart it, and follow through the And install. that's what I did. So yeah. again, one of my options was to install uh, a full, you know, I guess clean, I forget what they call it, clean version of Windows 10. Um, so it basically takes the old Windows 7. Yeah. Um, and I guess it would do that for Windows 8 or 8.1 as well, uh, sticks all those files in uh, a folder called windows.old. Mm-hmm. And so if you had any old user files in there or anything or documents, you could still get to them. Yeah. Uh, but it you know puts all the new files into the Windows folder. Another important thing to mention, and this is why I made the upgrade, is if you're not happy with Windows 10, you can go back and revert back. That's one thing Apple never I does. I can't now. I, do, I deleted that. Old. Oh, well, no. <laughs> now you can't. The old but, Windows. But with Apple, especially with their OS upgrades, uh, iOS upgrades, you can't go back. It's like you make that decision and you're, you're stuck with it. So I'm, I'm glad that Microsoft allowed people to go back in case they're just not happy with that experience. Going to jump here to Jan. Hey, Jan. Or is it Timmy? Jan. Jan, sorry. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Morning. What can we do for you? 
Well, I'm just, uh, I heard the last uh, guest you had on there, and they're talking about sell rates. Yeah. You know, who play, who pays what in Canada? Saskatchewan, Manitoba, paying considerably less yeah. than Alberta or British Columbia or Ontario. Like with my cell plan, I have, like I was supposed to be locked in with $44 a month with, you know, just a minuscule bunch of data, which would go around my baby finger, and 300 minutes a month calling anywhere in North America. So, I mean, I used it pretty good for about the first year and a half. I thought, like, you know, my bill's like 120 130 $140 a month. I don't need this. Four months ago, I shut it right down. All I use my phone for now is talking. I don't use it for any data. And I am well under my $300 or my, my 300-minute talk time. Probably, and you're probably still, saving a truckload of money, too, eh? Still, oh, yeah, but but still, my cell phone provider is trying a way to get that bill up to $50, $55 a month every single month when I haven't used anything on it. it, it you know, I mean, like, we got to watch out for who's providing this service to us and their integrity and honesty. Yeah, you know, you know, obviously, uh, these cell phone companies are out to make money, and yeah. <laughs> they're always going to be trying to sell you uh, services up. And uh, you know, the data—that's what's costing the money right yeah. now. So, the more data you use, the higher data plan you're going to have to get, and that's when it starts getting up into seventy, eighty, ninety, hundred dollars. Uh, I always recommend people check their cell phone bills on a monthly basis as well, because you know they do make mistakes sometimes. So, you just got to make sure that um, you know. They're not making mistakes, and you're on the right plan as well. And, you know, honestly, every three months to six months, phone them yeah. and get them to say, you know, check, am I on the right plan for the yes, amount of usage? Yes, that's a good point, Mike, because they'll sometimes look at your usage and say, well, you know, you should probably go with this plan. You're going to save some more money uh, based upon your usages. And uh, I did that once, and I, I saved some money just by calling them and talking to them. And after about 10 minutes, I, I think I reduced it by 5 or $7. Jan, hang on the line. You've uh, won the Roam Mobility Sim with the three-day talk, text, and data plan for the uh, U.S., which will be great for you. Well, now, now he's in the States. He'll at least have some data plans. He's got to make sure he's got an unlocked phone. Yeah. When we come back from the break, App of the Week with Christina. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. A little bit time left, and it's that time of the week. App of the Week with Christina, who's in studio. What do you got for us? I have an app called Mood Notes today for iOS, and this app has been uh, getting a lot of publicity this week online. Mood Notes. You know what? I can't even begin to figure out what that would be. Yeah, so we have a lot of fitness apps and health tracking apps for our phones that help us get into better shape, monitor what we're eating, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, But an area that's been underserved is the mental well-being area because obviously it's not that easy to do that with an app. No, I can't even do that in real life. Yeah, so this app lets you journal your moods, uh, so you can track those over time and see if there are any patterns. If you're, you know, feeling blue a lot of the time, you can see that on there. But you can also go a step further and actually explore some of those feelings um, and look at whether you're falling into thinking traps like catastrophizing certain things that are happening in your life. 
Okay, so this is kind of interesting. Is it how do you how do you fill in your moods? Is there like a drop down menu, or you click on different choices? Yeah, so it's actually really approachable. Uh, there's this uh, face on the screen, and you can actually scroll through a very happy face to a less happy to a neutral to unhappy and then very unhappy and uh, log that mood. And then it will actually ask you what's going on around you uh, that's contributing to this mood. Can it make me in a better mood? Uh, well, that's the goal eventually is uh, as it uh, identifies those thinking patterns for you is to also prompt you to reframe your thinking so that Hopefully, if you're feeling blue all of the time, you can start reframing that in a way that's more positive and channeling those feelings uh, into a mo more positive way of thinking. There's no button that'll automatically make me feel better. No, this is going to take time. Uh, it's like exercise for, you know, for your mental well-being. Uh, it's based on cognitive behavioral therapy, and there's actually two uh, psychologists who worked on this app. And how much does it cost? Uh, it's four fifty nine on the App Store. Well, I want to thank you, Christina, for App of the Week. That's all the time we have left for today's program. I want to thank Andy, Barar, co-host, and the rest of the Get Connected team for putting this all together, and uh, we will see you again next time on the radio show and Periscope. Bye for now.